Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan C.S., the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James C.S., the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. This is a little bit different, a special one. Um, I had an interview with Danny Freeman over at Channel 7 NBC News. And uh, when the story aired, they only used a small portion of the interview. But I thought you guys might get a kick out of hearing the entire interview I had with him. So that's what we're going to play for you guys. Uh, Let me know what you guys think. I'd like to hear your feedback. Hope you guys enjoy the show. I've been teaching uh, my fifth year at East Lake. Fifth year as a teacher, though? Uh, as a teacher, I mean, including sub, maybe like seven years, seven eight years, something like that. But as as, as you'll say that, like a credit, like credential teacher, teacher in the classroom. Slide this up your shirt. Yeah, That's sure. Um, yeah, five years. Why do you do it? Why do I do it? Honestly, honestly, uh, the course I'm teaching now is the course that I've wanted to teach. It's like the dream course. It's like the dream course. It's it's exactly. I mean, I've been. Uh, I've had my own business. I bought my first house when I was 20. Uh, I've been in business of one sort or another for the last like 15 years. So, and, uh, is, is part of what you teach, you know, how to have people, you know, young people think about how to have stable financial futures, basically? Basically, we just finished the section on employment. Uh, started a, we're just starting the section on banking, so bank accounts. Check your registers, compound interest, simple interest. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna do retirement accounts. We're gonna hit taxes. We're gonna hit all kinds of different stuff. So will uh, home ownership eventually be one of the sections? Mortgages and home ownership. Yeah, independent living is one of the chapters. Okay, no that's awesome. One second, sorry. Just to... uh, can I try to sit over here? Yeah, sure. Your setup. I just want to shoot this way, so the background isn't as blown out. You want me to shoot that? Or you're gonna shoot that way? Yeah. I'll show you. That way. Cool. I just want a way back point of view. Are you from San Diego? Uh, originally born in LA, uh, but been in San Diego since like 1987. Oh, no kidding. So, it's been home. You don't look that old. <laughs> 37 now. What does your uh, wife do? My wife teaches 10th uh, grade English and um, 
family of teachers. Yeah, 10th grade English and drama. So have you been kind of a math teacher before and then this is but financial? Oh yeah, so I taught, I taught math before and then turned it into, uh, this class opened up and none of the teachers really wanted it. Yeah, it's it's uh it's one of those things where like if you're not my degree's in accounting, so if, if your background is not in like finance in some way or another, they have a lot of different topics that are like you know, like I don't wanna talk about that. I don't know anything about that. I won't take up too much of your time, I promise. It's okay. <laughs> I was gonna hit this record button. Boom. Beep. Have you right there, and I'll hook you up. Ah. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm one of the ones who doesn't like to use wireless stuff all the time because. Too often than not, the stuff crap out. Oh yeah, completely understand that one. Something to be said about being connected. Yeah, exactly. Great, this looks good. Yeah, so just have a conversation. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. And who is your uh, fellow business uh, guy partner? My actual bro. Oh, really? So, yeah, it's a Business Bros podcast. Uh, we own an insurance company together. <clears throat> and so uh, we decided to sit down and start talking about how we train our agents. We have, like, 42 agents across California. And okay. so, yeah. And so you got a little bit of I got a little bit of everything, yeah. I love that. All right, hardest question I'm going to ask you. Can you tell me your name and spell it? Hernan Cias. That's H-E-R-N-A-N-S-I-A-S. Yes. Now, what's your what's your job? What, 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 as someone who has a number of titles, what is the title you prefer? Um, I prefer. Hmm, that's a good question. I'm a teacher. I'm an educator. An educator. I like that. Um, I'm gonna turn off. I got an alarm coming on, and I'm gonna make sure it's off. There you go. And I'll have you look right at me. Perfect. Sit with <clears throat> Let me just make sure uh, everything is okay and set. And forgive me, that's one thing I'll say. I'm, I'm a cameraman of one today, so... Oh, it's totally okay. If I ever look back, I promise you I'm still paying attention. Uh, I'm, we, uh, we use this thing called the Sling Studio for our podcast. So yeah. We do a live uh, split-screen stuff. Sure. So I tell my guests every day the same thing. I'm like, when you see the other guy moving, completely ignore him. Right. Just, yeah, just, <laughs> just, ignore him. just speak. Um, so tell me, uh, oh man, what the heck did you do there? So, um, my brother drives a Harley, Yeah. and so we were sitting with one of the guests. He was like, hey, can I have a cigarette before I go inside? I was like, sure. So, having a conversation, not thinking, I went and sat on his bike and, like, hit the exhaust pipe. Yeah, genius move. Oh, it's a burn. It's a burn, yeah. Oh, man. So, That'll heal, but it'll, it'll heal. It'll heal. just takes time. Um, so, <clears throat> tell me or not, uh, how long, run me again, how long have you been a teacher in general? In general, I've been teaching about seven years. And, and, and why do you like it so much? Why do, why do you like being an educator? I love the uh, aha moments. So it doesn't matter whether it's been high school students or adults. I used to teach tax school for H&R Block. It's when you give somebody a piece of information that they didn't otherwise know 
and it just clicks and the click has to be a little more than one plus one is two it's like um, this is going to improve my life in some way when you get that moment that's what it's all about i love that i love that i think that's what a lot of what we do too you know we look for those you know moments of like learning you know? yeah absolutely and uh, and, and, and educating and, and, and letting people know what's happening around them so uh how have you found, you know, you, you've worked, you know, in teaching for a little while, you know, you, you know a lot of teachers uh, and you teach financial algebra. Algebra. Mm-hmm. Uh, how hard is it for either teachers or the folks that, you know, you're turning into the next adults of our generation? Uh, how hard is it for them to afford places like San Diego? So affordability is a funny question. <clears throat> Part of it has to do with... Um, the lifestyle that you're choosing and the lifestyle that you have. And the other one is maybe you don't know the rules to the game yet. So the analogy I like to use with my students is the first time you ever played Monopoly, you probably sucked at it. You probably weren't very good at it. But the second time you played, you maybe won or got a lot better. And the difference between the first time and the second time is you knew the rules of the game. And it's like that with anything else. Finance is not one of those topics that gets taught in school very often. You kind of have to learn as you go. And by the time people figure it out, they find themselves in some sort of debt hole, whether it's student debt, credit card debt, or any other types of debts that they get into. So at that point, they realize that now it's time to settle down, now it's time to buy a house, and affordability becomes an issue. They've decided how they were gonna be in their life or they've gotten in a hole they need to get out of. So for me, with, with the younger generation, is let me show you the rules to the game ahead of time. Let me show you the opportunities that are in front of you and if you know the rules, you have a better chance of affording what you want to do. So, you know, affordability, it depends. The east side of the 805 is going to be more expensive than the west side of the 805. But you can afford to live in San Diego. It's just what's the lifestyle that you're going to choose to live here. Well, I think that, again, you can afford... Affordability in San Diego is attainable, but you got to perhaps more more so here than other places you got to be smart about how to do it absolutely and there's there's a bunch of different ways that you can attain it i mean um the the state of california passed recent laws on uh adding additional units to your conversions right converting uh garages to to usable space or adding additional units um when you do that to a property you raise the value of the property there's programs that you can get into on on the lending side where you can buy a property rehab the place add the additional unit and that additional unit also counts as rental income which gives you the opportunity to qualify for property on financing. Most people don't know that those opportunities exist. Most people maybe don't want to become landlords of, of sorts, but there are options if you choose to become, to, to make it uh, affordable in San Diego. Do you hear from your students' concerns about affording San Diego? Uh, from time to time, yeah. Uh, I, I teach at a school where it's more of a, an affluent area. Um, they have less concern with that sort of thing. Uh, more concerned with uh, where they're going to end up living. So I get things like, you know, hey, we're going to get an apartment together and, and, you know, four of us are going to, you know, rent out this place and it becomes more affordable. My biggest concern with affordability is not so much when you're young and getting started, because if you're single, you can ha- you can rent a place or, 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 you know, have a couple roommates and you're fine. What I would like to see is let's get a little bit smarter about this. You can have four people on a mortgage. So why not get four of your buddies to get together, work your butts off a couple summers, put together a down payment, afford a place, and then do the same thing but have a percentage of ownership. 
then maybe at the end with, I mean, affordability gets sky high, but so does appreciation in San Diego. So if you get into a property, you wait, you know, five, 10 years down the road that you've been living in this property jointly with a couple different partners, then maybe when you sell, you get all the rent back that you had. Maybe it's time to move on. Maybe you can have somebody buy you out. There's opportunities out there if you're looking, if you, if you know the rules of the game and you have that ability to go out and get it done. And so maybe, you know, as, as this market, as this, uh, uh, you know, Southern California gets more and more challenging, uh, you know, the more creative we should be thinking in terms of how to afford it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Creativity is crucial pretty much anywhere. I mean, let's, let's rewind the clock a little bit. So yeah. we had 2007, 2008, the market crashes. You had property prices drop significantly. The problem then was, well, now I can't find financing. So creativity exists in both sides of, of the, the real estate market and affordability. The prices are low, but you can't find financing. So you've got to get creative on that side. So it's not a matter of can you afford it, it's how can I afford it? I think that's the defining question that we need to be asking. You seem like a pretty optimistic guy. Oh, definitely optimistic. Yeah. I mean, opportunities are around you. It's just, are you, are you seeing an opportunity or are you seeing a problem? And they're, and right, yeah, and, and it's places it. like this, the, the, again, there are, it, it, because it is challenging, it gives you more opportunities to get oh, around it, to think ab creatively. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, uh, is, it, is it easy? By no means, right? But anything worth having isn't really easy. I mean, if you want to have, you know, if, if you want to be muscular, it takes you taking, you know, doing the push-ups and doing the crunches. You can read about them, you can study them, but you actually physically have to do them. Otherwise, no results. And you can worry about them, but that still doesn't get you closer to... It, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't get you to, to where you want to go. Where you want. That's interesting. Um, what, what sort of misconceptions do you think uh, you hear, whether from teachers, from other folks that, you know, don't necessarily have you know, super large income jobs mm -hmm. um, about being able to afford places in San Diego? Misconceptions. I think uh, a lot of it is they're told by people who are not in that industry that they can't do something. And when they're told that they can't do something, it becomes their reality. They think it to be true. For example, um, maybe they're told, hey, you know what, you have bad credit, um, you, you, you did XYZ thing now that's that's gonna damage your credit you'll never be able to buy a house without even checking on their actual credit score or checking with a professional to see how much they qualify maybe they have zero debt maybe that was something that wasn't even a major ding on their credit report but because they were told something it becomes their reality so people often take advice from people who are outside the industry and make it their own and and rather than seeking a professional for for that kind of advice and that kind of help and let me ask you this so you're a teacher right and uh one of the things that you said is that in terms of your own life experience is that you have different other jobs and other gigs mm -hmm. that you're doing. Explain to me, like, like how, how is one of the ways that you've been uh, seeing an opportunity? Uh, well, because again, I think some people would say, oh, you know, if someone is a teacher, that would make it harder to afford here. But you've figured out ways to flip that on its head. Well, yeah. I mean, we all have 24 hours in a day. Right. I mean, how come why is it that Oprah makes billions of dollars in her 24 hours in a day and a teacher only makes, you know, 50, 60 thousand dollars in their day? Well, it's it depends on what you do with those other hours. I'm not saying that, you know, a teacher's job isn't difficult because it depends. Like for me, I know teaching math is much easier than teaching English. I don't want to read 175 
essays and grade them, right? Sure. However, my wife doesn't want to grade, you know, 175 test papers either. So, you know, it, to each his own. But we still have the same hours in the day. When the day is done, when the bell rings, what are you doing with the extra time? Now you can go out and relax. You can be exhausted from the day and go home and throw on some Netflix, or you can utilize that time, right? So, you know, let's say you have a family, spend a couple hours with the family, you know, get up a little bit earlier, but there, you can easily find two to four hours every single day that you can use to build any other income source that you like. Now you're going to choose to want to do that, or you're going to choose to not want to do that. But if you choose not to, you can't complain about the lifestyle you're leading because you're not willing to put the effort in to elevate yourself. Now, if you choose to, then, you know, Pandora's box can be open at that point. What are you going to, what are you going to build? And you can build pretty much anything in today, especially today with the internet. So many people are building so many businesses on their phones that you can do it yourself. It just takes a little bit of effort. One problem for me is I'm trying to use those two to four hours to work on the body stuff. And right. <laughs> I gotta choose which one of these things I wanna do right now. Well, same here. I mean, but you know, I, I, I right now is the, the era of the entrepreneur, right? So right now the entrepreneur is the rock star. It used to be the rapper and all the sports people. Now they all wanna be entrepreneurs. And that all sounds great, except some of the messages that you hear are very misconstrued. It's things like, you know, grind, you need to work, you know, sleep, like get up at four in the morning and do all this. You know, that's true. I get up at four in the morning to go to the gym, but I'm in bed by 8.30, 9 o'clock. I'm still getting my six or seven hours of sleep. I'm still using the I mean, I'm human. I, I wish I can be, you know, one of those superhumans that didn't sleep, right. but I need my sleep and sleep is valuable. It keeps you cognizant of what's going on. It keeps you active. But what are you doing with those other hours? Like if you really break down that extra time, what are you really doing? It's not going to take you four hours to work out every day. No. It might take you an hour. What are you doing with the other three? Right. And that's just, that's just, you know, is it self-development? Are you learning a little bit more about what you're going to do with your life? Are you changing your mindset? Are you, are you able to see an opportunity? Are you willing to do a little bit of extra work? If the answer is no, fine, great respect, but you know, you're going to be where you're going to be. If you want more, you need to attain more. You need to work more. Man, I need you to be, you should forget teaching. You just be a life coach. <laughs> I guess that's kind of what teaching is, though, isn't it? it? Well, I mean, honestly, that's kind of what the podcast is about, right? Yeah. It's about sitting down and talking to, to small business owners and figuring out what it is, uh, you know, what their story is, what their why is. Why are, you, why are you doing this? Is it making you happy? Like, in class, I don't, I don't like to use retirement anymore because I think retirement is one of those terms that, like, ends with death. You stop, you, you're literally working till you're done, and then what happens after you retire? You have no more purpose. And because you have no more purpose, your body has no more purpose. And then people tend to die off versus if they figure out what makes them happy and maybe they can monetize that, they might not make a killing, but when they're happy, you're going to continue to do that every single day of your life. You have purpose forever. So the things that you do, your, uh, your side, side hustles, if you will, you got podcasting, you got insurance company. I mean, you, you're, you're doing a lot. It is, but it's also, I've, I've also learned. So. Um, I get people who come on the show or people who, who hit me up on social media and they're like, Hey, I got this business idea. What do you think? And for me, my mindset is now of that sounds like a great self-employed business. I don't want to build one of those anymore. I've done that, been there, done that. Now when I'm building a business, I'm building something that is, uh, that I manage people. in, And so it allows me to leverage my time a little bit better. Now it's about me building relationships with people and understanding what is it that they want? 
<clears throat> and how can I help them get there? And usually that help them get there is through something that I offer. How many businesses do you, have you like, <clears throat> spoken with over the course of this? Spoken with or been a part of? <laughs> been, like owned? Uh, one, two, three, four. Maybe about five or six businesses. It's incredible, man. It's, it's crazy. Some of them, you know, started by accident. Some of them uh, purposely. Some of them burnt out on, sold and left. I used to own a game truck company. I used to play video games for a living for, for about four or five years, doing kid birthday parties. That was fun, but it was me doing the work all the time. And so, you know, we got to the point where no more of that, let's go do something else. So now, now we're doing the insurance company. I don't actually run the insurance company. I make sure that money comes in from our carriers and then it gets paid out to our agents. Sure. But uh, I got a I got an admin team. I got I got people who run and do the day to day stuff, and they do it way better than I would, anyways. And that's kind of the point, right? That's how we make things happen. That's really cool, man. I, I really appreciate <clears throat> your perspective, and I'm glad I spoke to you because I think that, um, I, you know, like as you said before, you know, they all have moments. You know, I think that you know part of what I like about news is that they're, you know, when you go out and talk to people every day, you always got to leave a little bit, a little space open to be surprised and whatever narrative mm -hmm. they like you know advise you to think about to start with being flexible to change and I, I think that uh, I threw you a curveball no but I like that <laughs> I threw a curveball but you, let me put it another way you don't often hear a lot of people in San Diego say oh when it comes to affordability it can be done so I appreciate that perspective well, thank, you. thank you I just think anything you want to do in life you can do it it just, it does take work. If, if there was an easy button, somebody would have found it already. Yeah. You know what I mean? But Amen. there isn't, you know, like anybody, I, I keep telling, uh, you know, anybody I talk to that wants to start a podcast, for example. Yeah. I, I tell them all the time. I'm like, look, it's going to be work every single day. You got to get out there and do something. Whether you do it weekly, we do it daily and every single day. Really? Yeah. We officially got our first sponsor and we're 280 episodes in. You know, and I, I tell my brother, look, in like five years, if we continue to do this, it's going to be a different level. And when they when people finally tune in, they're going to be like, where did they come from? They came in overnight, but it wasn't overnight. It was every single day working at it, working at it until you get there. And that's that's the story of any business. That's the grind of anybody who does anything worth value in life is you just work at it and you figure it out as you go. And then opportunities fall in your lap, but because you've been prepared for them the whole time good man anything else or none that i'm missing it's completely up to you you can keep asking away <laughs> oh, no, I love it. thank you so much for your time of course really thank you it. yeah you're a treat to talk to you and like i said i now i gotta reevaluate my life man. <laughs> no you're 100 right in terms of the podcast stuff though I, I feel like you know as someone who goes out every day and you know interviews people talks to people talks thinks of ideas and stories that is to do that daily that is not uh, you do it daily Right, I'm saying to do it daily on my own time would be challenging. Like, yeah. To do it after, you know, a day's work. So I, I appreciate this stuff you guys do. Business bros, that's what it's called, Business right? bros. I got to subscribe. Yeah, I mean, we're, it's, it's, it's awesome. I mean, now we're at the point where we're booked up eight weeks in advance with guests that are going to be on the show. And that's, that's, that's the way you got to do it. And that's really what you should do, you know, what makes good reporters as well. And it's a little challenging just because I'm, you know, even though I'm a year in, in news terms, that's still pretty new yeah to a market um but that's that's when you know you're doing it well when you can plan out like a number of weeks know your days ahead of time 
close out days ahead of time. Exactly. That's a big one too. And I mean, given there'll be days like yesterday where, you know, something comes up, something, you know, breaking yeah. news happens and you got to talk about it. But, um, but, uh, no, yeah, I appreciate your time very much. Is that your water bottle over there? Yeah. Yeah. That's mine. Thank you. So Thank much you. Time. Anytime. If you ever uh, need any other, oh, any no, other, anything. Back to you. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so where do you guys, you said you've owned uh, a home, your home since you were 20? I bought my first house when I was 20 in uh, Paradise Hills. No kidding. Um, I, uh, it appreciate, it was like 2003. So like you literally could fog up a mirror and hey, there you go, you get a home. And so, um, so we did that and then it appreciated. We ended up buying another place in Vegas and um, learned about real estate investing and all this, you know, we stepped into it then and it's kind of like entrepreneur bug bitchy. My brother and I. And so, she's been doing it since. We flipped houses, you know, bought, yeah, I own my house here in National City. Um, That's and, where you guys live now? Yeah, yeah. My wife, it's funny, because we, we were thinking about Eastlake, and she's like, no, because I, I can't walk to a boutique store. I, there's no 7-Elevens out there. I was like, all right, cool, whatever. It's up to you. So. That'd be my microphone to be. It's like, if there's no... If I can't get to a target in three minutes, I don't, I don't want to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, okay. There's certain things that are like deal breakers. Yeah. And for me, it's like, you know what? Whatever makes you happy, babe. Yeah, exactly. Whatever makes you happy, I'm, I'm there. You can be as entrepreneurial as you want, but yeah. Bob, I'm going to have to say, whatever makes you happy. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email, businessbros at cusfirst.com right now, or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show.